Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. Hey. Hey, there you are. Okay. Um, I, th- I think I think the delay is gone now. No, oh, yeah, it sounds like it's gone third time lucky, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> this is what always happens with these systems. It's either I, I, I need to try at least twice before I get the connection. But uh, grateful you're on the other end. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I don't know. I, I was thinking because I went outside because yeah. inside home is like really loud. Those guys are never quiet. So I went outside <laughs> and I thought maybe that's the reason why. Yeah, maybe that's why. Well, for now, I can't hear the guys on the other side. So fingers crossed they'll keep it okay. down. Sure, sure. So before we get too far, um, I'm recording an episode of The Feeling Station. So please do your best not to say your name, okay? Okay. If you do get to say your name, hopefully I should be able to clear that out in uh, post-production. So don't stress about it too much. Okay, no problem. Now, for those listening to the podcast for the first time, it touches on breakup stories that people would like to talk about with a view to give you, the listener, an experience that you could um, learn from. And so without further ado, I need to give you your name, sir. Okay. And um, we have the pleasure of selecting a name from the beautiful country of Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, sure. And uh, and the name that I have for you is Ndabe Zinkle, which is a Ndabele name that means good news. How's that for a name? Okay. So, um no, it's it's it, it sounds nice. I I don't speak Dabeli. Uh, to 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 make it easier for you, you can call yourself Nda Nda. Nda. Yeah. Okay. No. Cool. <laughs> My name is Nda. My name is Nda. That's right. And uh, what name are you giving the girl that you're going to talk about today? Um, I hadn't really thought about it. Well, so, um, now is the time to think and do it. Uh, okay, I think I'll go for Cleo. Cleopatra. Oh. I think I'll go for Cleo. Okay, you're going to go for Cleo. Yeah. Why Cleo? Yeah. Is there any special attachment to Cleo or that's just a name that just popped up? Um, well, uh, do you know the Frank Ocean song about um, uh, about the king uh, ruining that his queen ran away from him and he calls her Cleopatra? Ooh. Yeah, so I guess I guess there's an element of that. <laughs> very befitting yeah. name. Well, thank you very much, Nda. Um, so, I know. so this episode is about Nda and Cleo. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's get straight into the lessons. What would you like people listening to this episode to learn from from your experience with Cleo? Well, um, first and foremost, I think uh, it's really important to let the things that happened in the past stay in the past. So um, that's lesson number one, I guess. Okay. Uh, so- got yeah. You get sometimes you get too caught up in the past and you try to revive things, and you should let it go. I think lesson number two is. Um, learn i don't know uh, communication is really important and yeah i think that's lesson number two and number three is um value yourself love yourself um don't settle okay yeah that's a yeah. very that, that's that, that's a very interesting lesson for for the last one that you've given because it's whilst it's common on the podcast it's not common coming from from a guy mm. you know that you need to love yourself yeah so that's a very interesting dimension already which we're going to tap into as the story unfolds so mr nda let's get into it how did you and cleo get together okay so i guess i should give a little bit of a background mm-hmm. i perhaps i come i come from um 
from a country called let's let's call it Wakanda. Okay. <laughs> I come from Wakanda, okay? Yes, yes. So but but it's like a Wakanda in which it's it's the opposite. It's not really a, a highly developed country, right? Okay. So okay. okay, so in Wakanda I I lived with my parents until I was 7. Yeah. Until my parents decided to leave Wakanda for a while so that they can pursue greener pastures. Okay. And I sort of lived in between houses, in between schools, in between cities. Yeah. So it wasn't really um it wasn't really solid life mm-hmm. until we moved until when i was 13 mm-hmm. where my parents took me and they moved with me to kuwait they moved to me with me to the middle east okay interesting yeah so so the um, uh settling into like a different uh culture into a different life was always really difficult especially when you don't have similar people from Wakanda to yeah. move to you to to Kuwait. Yeah. And so it was it took a really long time for me to really get down and um settled to even find friends, maybe years in fact. Mm. Until I met Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Cleopatra was um I met her as a family she was a family friend. So okay. maybe it was her mom and her would come over the house maybe two or three times until like I finally grew the balls to say, "Hey, Cleopatra, <laughs> what are you all about?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because I started to think about it. Like I probably had seen her many times beforehand, but had never talked to her. And and um, and you had seen her all these times whilst you were in Kuwait. Yeah, I'd okay. seen her all these times whilst I was in Kuwait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now Cleopatra is also from the same country. She's also from Wakanda. Okay, good. Uh, but she grew up. She grew up in she grew up in the UK, so okay. we sort of have different upbringings, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so me and um, me and Cleopatra sort of started because I guess we were two people with similar backgrounds mm-hmm. who were just looking for similarities yeah. and a friend in this really foreign world. Yeah, and that's what I looked to her for, like for a couple of years. A couple, a couple months when I first started to talk to her, I, I, I enjoyed the company, mm. and I would always be in her Facebook DMs. I always be FaceTiming her, and she was a really fun friend, and it was amazing. It was like I found. I mean, so it sounded like you guys were vibing quite nicely right from the onset. No, it was, it was an amazing vibe. We had a lot of similarities despite our different upbringings. As personalities, I can say like we were pretty much the same compassionate type, the same feeling type. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had similar interests. We were both music students. We were both interested in the arts. Wow. So at times we just spend hours just talking about artsy fartsy musical things, wow. talking about homework and stuff. Yeah. So it was, it, it was, it was the typical kid type of love yeah. when we were kids. Yeah. 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 So how so long did I this, think, so how, lo- how long did this kid type of love go for? Did you guys just feel infatuated with each other, had crushes on each other, then it ended, or this kind of progressed into your early adult life? So I what happened is sort of both. So mm. I finished my IGCSEs, right? We finished our IGCSEs. And then I think the summer that I finished my IGCSEs, I just started to feel a different type of relationship with this girl yeah and she felt it too but you know as kids it was difficult for us to really explain it 
it was difficult for us to really find the words to 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 put forth our interests in each other. So <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember one day mm. I was watching uh um this this movie called Angus Snog and something about these young girls at at a playground talking about snogging each other. <laughs> yeah. And then then I asked her what's a snog and she said it's a kiss. Yeah. I was like, oh, can you show me what that is? <laughs> she was like, cool, come to my place. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and so yes. that's when I started to get the the the, the drops, the thirst <laughs> traps, and it was it was kind of live. Oh, that's hilarious. So, yeah. So so before I could come to her place, she she left Kuwait for a while. She she went on a summer vacation yeah. and she came back to Wakanda for a while. Yeah. And then and then when she came back to Kuwait, mm-hmm. school started. A month went by and I didn't see her, and I was like, oh, "Maybe that's over." Yeah, I can't believe it. It yeah. looked like it was gonna go somewhere mm-hmm. until, until, like, my mom's like, "Hey, I'm going to um, Cleopatra's mom's place. Do you wanna come?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What? Yeah, of course, of course, I wanna come." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and oh boy, did things go down there. Mm-hmm. I think like me and Cleopatra were in the kitchen whilst our moms were talking yeah. in the living room, and it was just <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> fireworks. It was fireworks. weren't you guys scared of getting caught? Uh, I I think we should have been scared, but we weren't. Hey, you guys were in that deep, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was it was in deep. Okay, and so. And so I think that's when the romantic relationship started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as as a kid in Kuwait, I was somebody who was quite awkward. I didn't know initially how to express myself. Yeah. Um, so as 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 I I knew, like I had to take it the next step forward because I I genuinely had feelings for this girl. She was a really close friend. Yeah. But I didn't know how to how to sort of um, navigate the entire relationship sphere how so, to so so given your your age and lack of experience and how to move things mm-hmm. forward what was your brain telling you needs to happen next well my my brain was telling me right right now you need to lock this down mm-hmm. but i had a lot of insecurities about who i was as a person okay. in kuwait what are some of those insecurities top three so i had i had i had like um well, first and foremost, I was like one of the only black kids within school. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really find myself like attractive or okay. desirable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, number two, I think the family situation back at home mm-hmm. was a bit complicated. It was really complicated, especially with um, sort of my family being one of the first few to like leave the Wakanda. Yeah. So it was, it was, there was a lot of stresses placed upon my parents and okay. then evidently me yeah, yeah so yeah. i was insecure about taking somebody and then bringing them into that into my life so I that see. they can see like this is who i am i see behind I see. yeah You're right i gotcha. was really insecure about that mm-hmm. so one night i uh, i'm talking to cleopatra and i can just feel the vibes mm. and i'm like hey cleopatra do you want to be my girlfriend mm-hmm. then she's like what she makes a big deal about it and mm. Sort of, um, I get, I get sort of stunned about by that, because I'm like, whoa, this is a big deal, actually. Yeah, was and it a big then, deal in um, was it a big deal in a good way? Well, did, did she make it a big well, deal in a good way? Yeah, she made it a big deal. She was excited, right? Nice, nice. And I think I sort of, I don't know what happened to me. I sort of felt the pressure to 
to to perform to 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 make it successful mm-hmm. and i doubted myself and i said look can i possibly do this yeah that's when i i retracted i was like nah i no, actually know no 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 you didn't I'm, I'm gonna take this back i did oh, <laughs> i geez. did okay how did she react to you taking it back um well i i don't think she she's the quite she's the communicative type she doesn't really she's not combative is what i'm trying to say so she, she just was like okay and yeah then i guess she went to sleep and then that was the end of the conversation oh, okay so tell me something how how long was it between you saying to her, i want you I want you to be my girlfriend and you taking it back was it was it hours was it days was it weeks no it was probably like 10 20 minutes what <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really like you know that I think I think it was a combination I was just like I was in my nerves oh as well as being a kid <laughs> I'm visualizing like this minutes. I'm visualizing this and oh man I couldn't help myself <laughs> ah okay all right okay so so 20 minutes you're out of it and then and then what happens yeah. next Oh okay so what happened next is I don't know, like as a kid, I don't know why I didn't see this coming, but like mm. the dynamic sort of changed. Yeah. It yeah. was just like, no, she, she just wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Like, of course I had my, my, I had my insecurities. I had my fears and doubts. I didn't want it to be like, I get into a relationship, then things go south yeah. and then I don't have a best friend anymore. And on top of that, my mom is calling her mom and saying, Hey, what's, what's going on? My, my son is depressed. I didn't want that. Okay. <laughs> right. So, so, so yeah, the dynamic sort of changed for, for a couple of weeks, a couple of months until I remember the specific day in which we weren't talking to each other, not even on a regular basis. We we're just sort of, went back to zero mm. and then i remember i was going to volunteering at a at a animal animal services like like the rspca mm-hmm. and then i'm checking my instagram then i saw cleopatra's instagram and she's on a date with another dude oh, another dude man. who I was playing football with like a couple of days ago yeah and i'm like wow how did you feel i felt heartbroken i felt i felt i felt terrible why did you feel terrible when you pulled out well, I thought, uh, well, I still did care about her, mm-hmm. but I couldn't put it into words that, look, I care about you, but let's take time to, to, to build this up and let's take time for you to know me and who I am. Okay. I did expect her to sort of, I don't, I don't, now that I think about it, I don't mm. really know what I expected of yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when I had pulled back so quickly. But in my mind, this is a girl who had showed interest in me. And then out of nowhere, she doesn't have interest in me anymore. Okay. Without telling me why she's mad or if she's mad. Yeah, there's a good chance you, 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 you broke out within those 20 minutes. I think, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and possibly that age, she was nursing heartache, you know, from a tender age. And then maybe when she had, um, she had it in her to finally move on, then uh, she got onto this date with this guy you're playing football with. Mm-hmm. So how close were you two are to the guy who was playing football? Were you guys good mates? No, no, he was just a guy. <laughs> he was you. <laughs> he was just a guy. <laughs> I just knew him. I just knew him. But like, it's not like I knew knew him. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so mm-hmm. so you see so you see on the Instagram is on a date and then then what? So well, nothing really important happens for the next two three years. Long time. Whoa. Basically, basically, um, she, yeah, she gets into a relationship with this guy, and I meet him like several other times. And while she's doing that, she, we sort of reconnect, me and Cleopatra. We reconnect and we become like really, really good friends. So this reconnection, who initiated it? Um, her, actually. It was her. She was, she just sent you a text or what happened? So what happened was um, I ended up having like a football match between schools my mm. school mm. and the school that she went to mm-hmm. so i'm um, i'm at the bleachers right we're waiting for the opposition team to like sort of come out because it's their school right we're in em- enemy territory mm-hmm. some of my friends say hey man we're gonna we're gonna circle around and try just like have fun whilst we're waiting for them to come in i'm like no because i know this is her school and i'm a bump into her and i don't want that ca- i don't want that that that, that heat oh, okay yeah. so yeah so i avoid even like getting off the bleachers. But then as the game starts, I notice her. Mm-hmm. I see, I'm like, oh, there's Cleopatra. She's watching. Then she waves at me mm-hmm. and I don't wave back. Ah, and why? the funny thing is, <laughs> why oh, did you wave back? I was, I was heartbroken. <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought she left me dry. You had no room to be heartbroken though because you're the one who broke her heart. So, so, so why did you feel this way, brother? <laughs> I, I, felt, I felt like it wasn't fit because I still had feelings for her. Mm-hmm. And I understand why she would have been heartbroken, but I still had feelings for her. And at that moment in time, mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that were going in within my mind. It was a bit mushy, but yeah. I still felt like, hey, I still like you. And I wouldn't have, it was inadvertent to hurt you. So, yeah. So, you know. Okay. So, 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 so. Interesting. Okay. So you didn't wave back. <laughs> you didn't wave back. And I then... didn't wave back. Mm-hmm. I didn't wave back. But the funny thing is I was marking her boyfriend. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so did you take out all the stress on him? <laughs> no, I didn't. No? I didn't. I just, I just thought, I just, I had, I held no animosity to her. Yeah. But I just thought it was, it was sort of like a relationship, a friendship that was sort of terminated because we had this past history, and yeah. then it didn't work out, so we move on. And did um, did the guy that you were mm. marking know about you and her? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. Right. So after that football match, she texted me and she said, Hey, I saw you. And I was like, and I waved, but you didn't wave back. And I was like, Oh, sorry. Um, uh, sorry. I was concentrating mm-hmm. on the football match. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, like sort of the friendship just reconnected and beca- we became like really good, close friends. Okay. And that felt nice. Mm-hmm. I guess. That felt really nice. Mm. See, you see, this was a person who was initially really close to my heart before. And then to just have her back in, in, in my life and have a, a really close friend in this alien society, yeah. I, I valued that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. valued that a lot. So it was good to have somebody back. Did you get the feeling that she still had emotions for you when she got back? Hmm. Well, I don't know i don't think so so then what happened further the the story goes further and um she sort of um in 2015 whilst i'm doing my my sixth form years Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, you got the first year, then you got the second year. Yeah. After the first year, she she moved back to the UK mm, and had oh. to restart her sixth form year. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. But her family stayed in Kuwait. Okay. They, they 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 chose to stay back. Yeah. And so, what happened was the New Year's Eve of 2016. She's back in the country, right? So she's like, "Hey, there's a party at my mom's place. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come or do you not want to come?" Mm-hmm. I was a bit hesitant because I heard like the boyfriend was coming. Oh, okay. So I was like, "Ugh, man, I gotta see them kiss." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's gonna be like I had cemented her as a friend, mm-hmm. but then I gotta see her them kiss. Yeah. So I decided no, I'm just gonna go. So me and my family we packed bags. Then we went over to their party. Nice mm-hmm. party, all white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So her sister is also there. Her sister has come from Wakanda and is visiting the country for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I sort of found the the dynamic between me and the sister weird. It's like. I thought the, the way the sister was acting was really flirtatious when it was just me and her. And as soon as other people came through, wow, it was like... <laughs> so I got a question for you. <laughs> yeah. But were the two girls as pretty as each other? They were. <laughs> they were really pretty. So you could easily have been attracted to either one of them because they... No, but you see, but you see, I, I, took, I took a look at that and I was like, no, this is Cleopatra's sister, but... Wouldn't I be some sort of hoe if 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 I'm trying it out with the sister, both sisters? Yeah. So I was like, nah, you know, it felt like really weird. And what was weirder was Cleopatra and her boyfriend was like, wow, can't you see like how she's talking to you? Oh, like they they would bring that up and all that. Just felt really really weird. Now, would they both bring that up? It was more the boyfriend was bringing it up than Cleo was. It was more Cleopatra who was bringing it up. I wonder if that was a way of trying to say, look, I'm still into you, but I'm not trying to make it obvious. Here, try it with my sister. I, I, think, I think it was more of, um, hey, sis, there's this guy, there's history between the two of us, and my boyfriend is also here. I don't know. Can you like keep him in check so that wow. things can just like roll smoothly? I don't know if that's the cynic with me, but that's the theory that makes the most sense. Interesting. Something like within me happened within that like party. I think I was going to the bathroom because like I just I just couldn't handle just like all the pressure coming from the sister. Then mm-hmm. like uh, if I go to Cleopatra, she's with her boyfriend, and it's at that moment I felt like nah, I shouldn't have come to this party. Mm. So I went to the bathroom just took some time out then i come out and like cleopatra's there and i'm like oh hi and it's like her in front of me me in front of her and you know that thing that happens in the movies (laughs) sort of like yes the filter comes in and the love hearts come in and you're looking straight into her eyes and i was like whoa is this (laughs) love (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and then <laughs> this is hilarious. And then, and then I sort of I asked like, hey, um, can I can I have some water? Because I felt like if I stared into her eyes for like six more seconds, I would have kissed her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know the number of opportunities you had for greatness, but you didn't take them? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, I know, I know. Nuts. Okay, yeah, and then I know it's crazy. What happened? It's crazy. <laughs>
And so, yeah, no, but that's, that's the highlight of the, the, that party. Oh. That's when I sort of understood like, whoa, I still have yeah. something within me that still gravitates towards Cleopatra, even yeah. though we've been friends for so yeah, long. Yeah. So did you guys eventually get into a relationship at some point? Yeah, at some point. It took like years. Mm. It took years. So after I finished school, I sort of come back. I come back to Wakanda. Yeah. There's a lot of family dramas that are happening mm-hmm. within Kuwait. So like I come back to Wakanda and mm-hmm. my family settles in Wakanda, but we've been torn apart because Wakanda is like a difficult place to live in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like my dad lives in this place supporting the family. My mom lives in this place supporting the family. Mm. I'm at the family home in Wakanda. I'm taking care of my 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 brother as well as other family dramas. Yeah. So like it's a lot to place like on the 18 year old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I sort of came back to that. And as I was looking around for like, okay, so like, how do I sort of, how do I reset and then like find myself in this country? I found mm. that difficult to do. Yeah. The first like year or so. Yeah. And I think I fell, yeah, I, I fell into like a really deep and dark like place within myself. I, yeah. Just like, you know, the, the, the pressures of social media, you like, you see a lot of things happening within so many people's lives. Mm-hmm. Then you take a look at yours and you're like, gosh, like, where did it all go wrong? Yeah. And that's, that's a stage that I started to go through by myself. And as I was looking for like a support system, up pops like Cleopatra. She's there. She's like, she's, she's available. She's reachable. If anything wrong happens, like she's one of the first people who I'll be like, hey, ugh, I'm feeling like horrid. Which country was she in at this time? She was in the UK. Okay. She was, yeah, she was in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then what would happen was like, we, we became really, really close friends. Our friendship just sort of cemented to the point where before when we were kids, it was, we would sort of talk about trivial things, like things that don't really matter mm-hmm. until when we were adults, like, I found a place within me in which like, you remember how I, I couldn't communicate to her about sort of my insecurities. Mm -hmm. I found a place within me so that I could, I could tell her like, look, I feel really bad about myself and I feel really bad about how we, how we ended the, when we were kids, I feel like I dropped the ball. Yeah. I told her that. And what was the response to that? No, she was like, nah, you did drop the ball because I really did like you. This was an opportunity for you to find out if she still liked you. Did you take that up? I didn't take that up because I found it quite weird for me to say, to, to, to ponder on those questions, especially when there was such a distance between the two of us. I thought, yeah. man, it's, it, it's just like not worth it. Until 2019 last year, mm-hmm. she announces to me, hey, I'm going to be visiting Wakanda for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is great. Mm. This is amazing. This is fantastic. But I kept on questioning her, like, are you really coming? Because I, I just don't, didn't know what to believe. Yeah. So in 2019, that was also like a really like traumatic year for me. Mm-hmm. I lost somebody very close to my family. Ooh, and yeah, and I had a couple runnings with the law. So like, I really got like depressed. Yeah. I got like very depressed and I didn't care for myself. I didn't keep myself properly. I think I took, I took some like I went down a path in which I started taking drugs and abusing alcohol mm. and like it was like a really dark path mm-hmm. so around April like Cleopatra sends me like this really funny like video of her like dancing to one of my songs mm-hmm. and like something within me was just like damn this girl like really 
it made my entire week. Yeah, she gets you. And this that's when really I gets you. She gets me. Mm. She's she's part of me. Yeah. And so like that's when I decided like okay, we're gonna clean it. We're gonna clean ourselves up. So that when she comes and sees you, she's not gonna be heartbroken that this is what you're like. Yeah. So like that's I started to do that. I I I like yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what the word is, but I I went clean mm. for like months, mm-hmm. and I started to go to the gym, and I just started to take like myself more seriously. Yeah, until she's in the country, and I'm like, okay, let's go and see her, and she arranges for me to come to her dad's surprise birthday party, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bring my my cousin and my brother, so it would be like a family event. Yeah, so like we we roll through. And like, I don't see her at first, but I see her brother. And then I'm like, hey, where's Cleopatra? Then he's like, oh, Cleopatra's at the back. And then I'm like, uh, you know what? what would, you know what would be cool? Is if like, I announce myself, like, like I'm here, I tell her brother, then I leave and yeah. buy drinks. So that when I come back, she's, she will be asking like, where, where is he? Where is he? And then, like, <laughs> then I'll, I'll pop up and then it'll be like extra dramatic. <laughs> and she'll be like, there he is. Like, yeah. but but yeah, it was a flawed thing because when she did finally see me, she was like in the thick of like the event. Uh, she was, everything was chaotic. Yeah. And she saw me, she was like, oh my, Nda, how are you? Then yeah. she gave me a quick hug, quick church hug, and then went back to her quick thing. Quick church like, oh, hug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's a church like, hug? <laughs> you know, the, when you when you come in from the side. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, one of those. Okay. So, so but but you know what? when I was at that party, she treated me like, like how I wish she would have treated me like at the, at the, at the new year's Eve party. Like I was her center of attention mm-hmm. and to everybody who was around, she was like, Hey, this is my friend. Nda. And then mm-hmm. everyone would be like, okay, hi Nda. And then they'll be like from Kuwait. Oh, then everyone wow. like, oh from Kuwait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd really throw in all the background information to say, look, we come uh-huh. from far we come from far and mm. then like i would feel as if she's like introducing me to her to her family as this is the guy guys this yeah. is this is this is hazi mm. i felt that within me like well damn and yeah i was introduced to a lot of people within her family and it felt really intimate and special mm-hmm. and then as she was talking to my cousin like we were just discussing da and they talked about me in the third person as if i wasn't standing like right yeah. next to them yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, i could i could hear what she was saying about me and i was like damn this girl is like she gets me she sees me and she's like sad that like sometimes i'm depressed sometimes like relationships that i've had in the past didn't work out yeah and she's like and i i started to feel that and then as i driving back home with my cousin i'm like dude that's the love of my life Wow, I'm looking cool. at her like that's the love of my life. That's deep, man. So then, I mean, yeah, because no one, no one has ever like treated me with such care. Yeah, no one has ever looked at me and said like, "Nda, is a person who I care for, and like I really want to see him happy." Yeah. So I, I started to feel something within me. Mm-hmm. So I made a plan. I was like, "We're gonna go out to my favorite place to eat, and then I'm gonna tell her what I'm feeling within my heart." Mm. Um, but. The plan just wasn't happening. I think what happens is when you when you come to when you come back home, especially when you've been in the diaspora for a bit, mm-hmm. everyone wants a piece of you. Okay. And so 
it's quite difficult for you to have time, free time for yourself. Yeah, and I so, understood that. So, so pretty I much, understood. it was it was impossible for Cleo to get time just to sit down with you. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. She, and she ma- she communicated that to me like really clearly. Like I, sorry, I can't find time. Yeah. And then like when she said that, I was like, I don't care. I'm just gonna say it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I typed her up a quick thing, mm-hmm. then I sent it. Then I went to sleep. I was like, look, if she if it comes back awkward, whatever. But you said it. Yeah. That's the most important thing. You're like at least it's off and your then, chest. Yeah. At least it's off my chest. So I sent it, and then I wake up the next day and like she's she's smitten she's absolutely she's smitten (laughs) she's giving you the same response she gave you when she was younger she's giving me the very same love the very same attention yeah and what's what's funny now is so she's like can i see you can we make can we like make room oh so now she can so now she has time huh (laughs) so now she has time yeah but i didn't think about that i was Mm. like no it's it's fine it's cool and i made an effort and she made but we didn't end up like meeting like it, it, there just really wasn't any any time yeah even though she was trying yeah so i guess what i then entered to that phase of us was sort of the very same uh, dynamic we had as kids yeah. but now we were adults yeah but now it was like overseas she wasn't in Kuwait. She wasn't like a stone throw away. Yeah. She was all the way, like continents away. And this time you didn't pull out, did you? I didn't. I was like, nah, you know what? I've known you for a really long time. I vibe with you and I have these feelings from you and you have the same feelings for me. So, you know what? Let's just one face call at a time, one FaceTime at a time. Um, just go with it slowly but surely. So you guys were now officially boyfriend and girlfriend? No. <laughs> I think it was now a situationship. Okay. That it like like I think you would call that um a situation it's like it's it's a mutual romantic relationship, but you right. haven't defined it. You haven't set the boundaries. And it was long distance as well. And it was long distance as well. So, you guys so there's a lot much, of things. So you guys are pretty much just going with the flow, isn't it? Pretty much. I, I actually I actually made that assertion. Like, look, this is complicated, but let's just go with the flow. So going with the flow, does that mean if you met someone in Wakanda that you fancied you could go ahead with her? Or you were now mm-hmm. exclusive with Cleo? No. We we had even discussed, see, like we 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 had made so many discussions about what our values were yeah. in a relationship that i sort of knew what would happen when something would pop up so if i met somebody and i was like ah oh, let me try this out mm-hmm. cleo would understand and she said look i would i would understand if you do that okay. and similarly i said look if you meet somebody there and it's cool. I would understand as well. Okay. So yeah. So 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 it was so we're a, not. So it was a genuine go with the flow scenario. Yeah, we're not holding each other back. We're just gonna go with the flow. But I I I think there was both consideration for us as as for our feelings. Like if if that would happen, if somebody else, if a third party would pop up, would let each other know, and then sort of be like, okay, cool. Go live your best life. So I'm gonna fast forward this a little bit and actually ask at what point you guys became 
boyfriend and girlfriend? We never did. Oh, you never did. We never did. Okay. And and why didn't you guys why why didn't you guys ever become boyfriend and girlfriend when you knew you had feelings for each other? I think what happened what ended up happening is um you talk you, you talk a lot about your values with the person that you love, right? Yeah. And you sort of expect a certain behavior from them. So whether it's you expect them to understand you, to get you, you expect that if you expect um pure clear communication, you expect that. Mm. So one day um one no, let me start by one night mm-hmm. we we were talking about um future plans as in what career progression plans we had for each other yeah i laid down mine and she was a bit insecure about hers she was like look i want to do so many things but i don't know where to start so then i i pushed i pressed her on the issue and she was like look i i have I have passion for like planning events and stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, do an events management course mm-hmm. and go ahead with it. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, cool. We went to sleep. Goodbye. I love you. I love you. It's cool. Hold so up a sec. Next- Hold up a sec. Uh-huh. Before we go too far, we're going to come back to the events planning thing. Uh-huh. You said, I love you to her. Yeah. And she said, I love you back to you. Yes. In a go with the flow situation. Um, no. Um, Okay, I I had confessed that I love her like immediate after I sent her the 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 the, the long ass text initially while she was still in the country and then it took a while but she would sort of communicate that she is falling in love with me but she doesn't I don't know she wasn't sure of her own emotions and for a really like long time I didn't want to make her feel pressure to say I love you back and a lot of things that I would hear from her was sort of like, I don't know, it 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 didn't make me confident that she would fall back, fall in love with me. So, so then, so I think one night. Sorry, I'm taking you far, far back. One night, she's she's saying all this lovely stuff about me, yeah. and it feels like she's 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 just gonna say it on a whim. And I'm mm. like, hey, look, um, I don't want you to love me because I'm sort of this utopia person that you've made up in your mind, but yeah. I want you to love me because I am the person who I am. Mm. Like you love me, mm-hmm. not what I make you feel. Mm-hmm. And then she took that, she took that badly. She was like, oh. she was like, I, she, she just was like taken aback by that. Yeah. And the next morning she said, look, I feel like you want me to say something back to you, mm. but you need to trust me, which I, wasn't what I was trying to do yeah. at all. I just wanted to make sure that if she was going to say it, yeah. she meant it. I guess she eventually did say it, didn't she? She did. But it was it was off the whim. She was on a night out. And yeah. then she just like sort of quickly said, I love you. And then I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 well, what I find interesting and why I asked that, that question is, you guys are going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Going with the flow and I love you I, I I don't know. For, for me, they just don't seem to fit in the same line. Mm-hmm. Um, so were you denying yourself what you really wanted with this woman? Because if in the first text you told her, "I love you," why didn't you just lock it down and say, "Look, I want to be your I, I want to be your guy. Let's be boyfriend and girlfriend," and skip the whole go with the flow thing? Because I love you and go with the flow do not mix. Uh, it just feels like just feels like you're setting yourself up for 
for disaster. Mm, that's so interesting. Because if you go in with the flow, if you go into the flow and yet you love someone, if they do decide to see someone and tell you, you, you you're just going to break. Mm-hmm. Because you're in too deep. I I guess so. That's um I guess that's where my 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 first lesson that I learned learned was that I yeah. shouldn't have settled for the the sort of go with the flow. Yeah. Because I had I had known a couple of things about her mm-hmm. in her previous relationships. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they were long distance. So then I took that into consideration and I was like, look, I don't want to put you I don't want to put this girl through the same trauma. Yeah. So let's just push aside what I want and let's just make this as comfortable for her because she has, she has, she has a bias against sort of long distance relationships. Let's just push this is let's not call this a proper relationship and let's just go with the flow. So you are pretty much looking out for her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know which is a loving yeah. thing to do because you're putting her first and putting yourself yeah, last. Uh, yeah, I I also considered that she probably like she was a very high achieving person. Mm-hmm. So I considered that look, if I was to put the stresses and the requirements of a long distance relationship on her, mm-hmm. then that could be like detrimental to the things that she's working on. So whilst I want the love, so whilst I want the the, the infatuation and the intimacy, mm-hmm. I don't want to put her through those responsibilities. And so let's just go with the flow. Very interesting. Mm, that seemed like, the, but eventually she did say, look, um, I love you. She said it multiple times, not just on a drunk night out. Um, she returned to Kuwait and, and, and told her mom that, look, um, yeah, I sort of feel Funda. And mm-hmm. the mom was like, damn, Nda is in Wakanda though. Yeah. Her mom, her mom didn't give like approval, nor did she, dismiss it but she was like he's in wakanda though and that she didn't want to see a repeat of previous relationships your heart got broken at some point which is why we are talking on this podcast Mm -hmm. what happened once i once i told her about the advanced management Mm -hmm. um course she takes me the next day and says i'm gonna take a course in invest management for me me i was like oh okay i didn't expect such yeah. a quick turnover like f- from last night she's down to this night to today she's going to conquer mm-hmm. the world and what i told her was like okay so what about everything else mm-hmm. that you're going to do because she, like i said she was very high achieving mm-hmm. and doing a lot of things so i was like taking from my experience i can get caught up in a lot of things and yeah, not yeah. finish something yeah. so i was like what are you going to do and she didn't take that she didn't right. take that well tinto she was like she was like really depressed by that hmm. for some reason i don't understand till this day why she was depressed by that but she told me that saying that feels it feels like i'm questioning her judgment and her ability and it makes her feel like how she's felt in other mm. relationships before relationships that i don't know about so i'm like what happened in other relationships before and she's like i don't have to tell you that for you to understand how i feel and so that sort of that sort of started um a really quick descent into like a dynamic that was sort of rough that was sort of like disconnected and uninterested 
I would sort of see, I would, I would see a change in how she talked to me, either via text or even via voice call. Like there just wasn't that same lovingness or intimacy within her anymore. And this, this, this happened for like weeks. This happened for weeks until like I, 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 I asked her like, why are you, why are you distancing yourself from me? And she told me like, look, don't take, don't take it too seriously but it's because of what you said. Yeah. And so I considered that. And I was like, I considered that, went over to my mates. I was like, look, this is what the girl is saying. Mm. What should I do? And then my mates was like, oh, she's, she's balmy, mate. Just give her some, <laughs> just, just like give her some space. Yeah. And so I came back and I said, do you want some space from the issue? And she was like, yeah. And then that was the end of the conversation. And that was the end of you guys. No. Okay. So then what I took from that was um, just don't talk about me acting weird for a while. Mm -hmm. Just act normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I tried to act normal, but Tinto, the decline was still happening yeah. for weeks and weeks. It was happening until like I couldn't take it anymore. And I said, look, you have to tell me what's happening. You mm -hmm. have to tell me why you're disinterested. Mm -hmm. And the chick was, she, she acted like I was crazy. She acted like she was she she was just not seeing my messages anymore yeah. and not responding. She acted as if I was blowing it out of proportion, and she said, "We'll talk about this soon." And we wouldn't talk about it soon until I came back and I said, "Look, you have to talk to me." Yeah. And then she said, "Yeah, look, um, tomorrow, now seven p.m. We'll talk about this." Mm -hmm. Seven p.m. comes. She's. So the PM, PM comes, the conversation is weird, it's awkward, and she's acting as if she hasn't got anything to say to me. Mm. And then that's when she says, look, I've been seeing um, a lot of hostility from you, and it feels like judgment. And I think that is a sign that we should, um, we should reflect and she, she was talking a lot of really confusing things about how maybe I'm projecting some of the frustrations that I'm having within my family and the situation of living in Wakanda and bringing it out in a form of hostility towards her. Mm. And I took a look at that and I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> because yeah. that's one, that's not the person that I am. Mm -hmm. I don't personally, I don't judge people based off what they want to go for in life. So I don't expect that to have seen that it's seen, seen those, whatever behavior that that's in within me. But if she did see that, I expected her to talk to me, to open up to me and say, look, instance, number one, instance, number two, instance, number three, you did this. And then it made me feel like this. And I feel horrible. That's why I'm acting in this sort of way. And then maybe we would have this discussion. But what ended up happening is I just, I just said, look, that's not right. I'm not doing that. And then she was like, look, bye. And she put the phone down and went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was heartbreaking for me because that's not a dynamic that I had come to be accustomed or have had ever like expected of her to show towards me because we had even talked about settling things the night that they occur. Yeah. So course, the yeah. fact that I had to wait, Until the fact morning. that I had to wait for weeks mm. 
had to wait for weeks to even get like any hint as to what's what is within her heart and then when i heard what's in her heart it sounds like false assumptions yeah and and misrushed conclusions and so i i did act defensive because it just doesn't sound like me so is and this, when i expect so is this where your lesson mm-hmm. about don't get caught up in the past and let things go comes in i think because the don't mm-hmm. get caught up in the past is for me to just have accepted that this is a person that I had feelings for I see but it was then going to be difficult for me to to get a tangible relationship from her mm. so I should just move on okay that makes a lot of sense it almost sounds like it's um it's a lesson that applies to both so one acceptance for you that um she's not the same person who you know who you grew up with mm-hmm. and and for her on the other end her behaving this way I don't know it feels a bit strange it's almost as if she categorized you to be the same as any other guy she's been with. Mm-hmm. She couldn't take you as Nda in your own capacity as Nda. Because whatever it is I, you did and I, said triggered something that she mm-hmm. didn't like. And it might be something she experienced yeah. in the past. And she was bringing that into your relationship. So mm-hmm. the lesson goes two ways. In that she should have left whatever happened in the past in the past because it didn't mean you were going to do the same thing to her. Yeah. I I did try and communicate that to her mm. multiple times mm. but but she she blew that off and said look I'm I'm only comparing you to you which made me even more confused because it seemed like she wasn't yeah so like my my, my search for answers like like and my my level of confusion was just like elevated yeah. until like until like whilst I didn't understand like what she wanted from me. Mm. I decided to like go get answers for myself. Yeah. So I ended up contacting like a friend of hers, like like this friend of hers, she knows of me. She's known of me since like we were kids. Mm. So then I contacted her and I was like, "Look, I don't understand what's going on between me and Cleopatra. Help me out. What am I not getting?" Mm. And it takes like a couple of days until the friend is like, "Look, that's not for me to comment on." but just consider her but just consider her in whatever decision you make either read the messages or ask her but please consider her and so i considered her and before i made any action i just needed to know if i could milk out a conversation from her yeah so it was valentines mm-hmm. and i sent her a letter mm-hmm. and like she had talked about letters as something that she wants to do all the time that she wished somebody had sent her a letter so i sent her a letter and in this letter i poured my heart out i was like usher pounding the ground in the rain I was just like <laughs> baby please come yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know and i i just i chronicled everything that i i i i would i'm empathetic to the fact that she, it's difficult for her to trust me with all the traumas but she i would hope that would have a conversation soon and would come back to intimacy soon and then like i had problems sending the letter to her it was supposed to be a surprise like she opens her door and there's ah there's a letter but she wasn't at home so i just had to fess up to her and be like hey i sent you a letter and then she's like no you shouldn't have done that mm i was like what and she's like you should not have done that so then i just i just left it you didn't ask why i didn't i didn't ask why why because because a couple weeks back i had sort of blew up to her like why is the dynamic so different and she didn't take that kindly 
she was out with her mates and then she was like it's really disrespectful that you be talking you 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 you're addressing me in this manner when if you want clarity you should read the messages up and then she 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 said um because of this i think we should remain as friends wow because of the entitlement because i'm entitled because i feel entitled to the intimacy and i don't understand why things are the way that they are that i should be as that we should stay as friends and so i was like no don't 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 do that to me but i don't know and that was it that's what she said to me not necessarily <laughs> not necessarily you, you, guys, you guys seem to be on this cliffhanger thing for, for i know you, you i know, i back and I, forth for a while back yes it was it was a good month of sort of cliffhanger in yeah. which i just wanted to, to get to get over with it like i just wanted her to say look this is over i just can't deal with this you could have done the same though you could have done the same because because it was it was messing with you too it was yes i I would go to work with a lump in my throat mm. just thinking about the dynamic between the two of us. Mm. And I felt like I shouldn't give up on her because she's my friend and she had confided in me in the past about how previously people had given given up on her and she just wished like she would find love and yada yada yada. So I was like, nah, I'm just I'm going to we're going to come out of this and we'll be like stronger. So you didn't want to be that guy. You didn't want to become a statistic. I did want to be <laughs> I did not want to become a statistic. Yeah. I didn't want to be like the guy that she went on and on about to her to to her current boyfriend. I didn't want to be that ex, yeah. that guy who abandoned her. So I I was giving her the benefit of the doubt. So do you guys talk now? Um no. Because um what happened is of course coronavirus hit mm. and um things went really sort of downhill between the two of us yeah after i sent her uh the valentine's letter and um and she told me like i shouldn't have done that i kept quiet for a couple of days and then a friend of mine from kuwait died mm. um so this just happened to coincide in which in the day which we sort of re reconnected the day that me and dark reconnected is the friend that is the day that my friend died and so she sort of noticed that i was off mm. and she asked me what is up with you so at first i wanted to say like i don't feel comfortable that you just blew off my letter yeah and then but i said like look my friend died and i feel guilty about it because i didn't know that he had cancer mm. then she's like oh it's not your fault it's like really blunt it's not the person that i've grown grown to know mm. it's like a friend of mine has died and it's sort of this emotionless just passive it's not your fault yeah yeah as i'm in mourning yeah so i take that And then I then ask her like what did you mean by the by I shouldn't send you the letter and she's like well if it was a hassle for you um don't send it which I don't know it just didn't fit within how I described myself I described myself as somebody who was going to try hard yeah. to be loving to be a romantic person so even if it was a hassle I would still do it mm. but I I these were signs Yeah. That should have just told me to leave it. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to be that guy. <laughs> I wanted to be that guy. 
the guy who like weathered the storm and then comes out of the rainbow comes out with the rainbow on top of him yeah, yeah. but then what ended up happening is like I, I did break down to her like the next day and said like i want to know what is up with you but if i don't but like but like if what is up with you is that you don't want this anymore it's cool mm. just don't leave me hanging mm -hmm. for another six years yeah. like when we were kids yeah, yeah just yeah. don't do that you know just let me know now just let me know now mm. and then like she gaslights me and says you don't think this is you think this has been easy for me too mm. and then um i'm just and then she mentions all i want is space all i want is space from this and you're not gonna you're not giving me this which makes me feel worse which confuses me even more because we had never had a conversation about space and what it should entail and when it would end and what we do after the end she, of space she, she did kind of um, talk about space though because remember you spoke to your friend about this and he and, and he said look she needs space and then you said to her, shall I give you space from asking you, you know, questions around what's up? And she's like, yeah, you know, give me that space. So she had told you she wanted some space. I guess so. Yeah. I guess, I guess so. But even as I acted normally, mm. like even as I just was being the normal me, mm. like it didn't feel as if like not asking the questions was making the relationship better. Okay. You, you, yeah it's like you're caught between a rock and a hard place pretty much yeah yeah i'm i'm like damned if i do damned if i don't yeah yeah so like should, i i couldn't keep on acting normally and then she just springs up so many things on me that like she hadn't told me before hmm. she's like i can't eat she hadn't told me that she can't eat she said i can't sleep she didn't tell me that she said i'm super depressed about this she never told me that hmm. that's the first time i'm hearing about this so I'm asking her, so I, I'm like, look, I, I just don't understand what's up with you anymore. But if you require space, because me, I don't believe in, in this notion of space, just not talking to each other, which I can see that's what she's alluding to now. Mm -hmm. Just not, not talking to each other. I don't believe in that because like, I don't think, I think in that moment you overthink and you will misassume things and you a lot of confirmation bias can then cloud your judgment if you give yourself space like that that just space to go out and like capture the world mm -hmm. and forget about the issues so i'm like i say something dumb i'm like dude if you want that kind of space just block me <laughs> yeah just block me and just let me go so who closed it off in the end was it was it you or she did she eventually did after that um, after that conversation mm -hmm. she, in which she didn't clear things up, she cleared nothing up for me. I was mm -hmm. still the same confused mess. Mm -hmm. I was still going into work, like just worried and anxious. And I started to go crazy. I would start to blow up her phone mm -hmm. up until she told me like, look, stop this. Otherwise I will block you and you will never hear from me ever again. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, look, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to stop this. And if I show you that you can't trust me, then khalas, we finish it. And yeah, for like three weeks, I don't talk to her. I don't text her. I don't do anything to her mm. until like coronavirus starts to hit, right? And then the lover in me is like, how's my Juliet? How's Cleopatra? Mm. Is she dead? What's happening to her? There's, there's a lot of stories that I'm hearing. 
And so mm. I hit her up and she's like, she doesn't answer, but she also doesn't block me. And then I'm still in the anxious mess that I am in. I decide, look, I'm going to search for answers. And I start to contact her sister who lives in Wakanda, the same sister that was at the, at the, at the, at the, at the New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. And as I'm about to ask her, like, what's up? I, I, I'm about to invite her to, to, to come to my uni so that she can watch me play basketball. And then I can ask her, what's up? Cleopatra texts me and she says, oh, I'm well and good. How are you? Hmm. And, and I'm thinking, okay, this might be my opening to discuss things with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was really corporate. I could tell she was just saying it just because. And as I kept on, I, I probed a little bit, like, why are you so corporate? She's just like, we just don't talk to each other every day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And that's when I sort of started to deep, deep it like, oh, this person is gone. Yeah. This person, as I knew her, is gone. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of left it. It was cool. It was cool. And then a couple of days, maybe a week later, I'm just asking her, just out of friendly curiosity, how things are at work. And she answers that it's a bit difficult. Um, th- there's no gray area in terms of when we're supposed to be working and when we're not supposed to be working. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she tells me, then I, I probe a little bit more for answers and she, she blue ticks me. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And then the next morning then I'm like, oh, okay, you've seen this message. And then, and then she blue ticks that. Then I check my phone, like maybe in a couple hours later and she's blocked me. Mm. And I check all my other socials and she's blocked me as well on all the other socials. And mm. so in, in, I, I am now, <laughs> I am now emotional. Yeah. I'm now an emotional mess. Of course, and in yeah. that moment, I, I have a mental breakdown. I literally like get very desperate and like, it wasn't pretty. I call her sister and ask her what's going on. Mm. And the first thing the sister says when I call her is, were you even in a relationship? Mm. And that's when I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. And then I ask more questions. And she's like, first of all, talking to her friend. Second of all, um, blowing up her phone just shows that, like, you weren't caring for her. And in that moment, I'm, I'm almost at tears. I'm really emotional. And I'm asking her sister, like, look, just talk to her. And when she gets the space, when she gets distance from everything, just tell her to hit me up. And the sister didn't, like, she didn't promise me anything to me. Yeah. She was just like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> and that was the last I heard from her. That was the last I heard from anyone in her family jeez man you know that whole yeah. go with the flow thing mm-hmm. it feels to me that's where the the, the whole thing went south mm. if there was a bit more definition to what you guys were you may have had a chance of something more solid happening but if if even her own sister was asking you were guys even in a relationship then it could have only gone one way brother i i I I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Because it's not it's it's not something that I sort of forced upon her. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's something that just popped up and as an option we took that mm. she didn't she didn't object to it yeah. i didn't object to it as well because i knew what she needed and what she didn't need yeah and i just i just thought that was the best way to go and even in all my good intentions it feels like at the end of the day um it wasn't worth sort of re rehashing mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. it wasn't worth it at that moment in which i felt something for her in which i was looking at her and the party i should have should have just slapped myself yeah. and then just told myself that it was a it was it was a past event and it was a long time ago but that's i guess where my lesson was yeah yeah mm-hmm. well this has been very interesting da um yeah you know thank you for for sharing the story my important question for you now is given that lockdown only really started around march for most people mm-hmm. how are you now with the situation have you have you cleared things up in your own head are you feeling okay are you ready to meet someone else um yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling okay, okay. um i ended up um the first few months were very difficult for me to sort of come to grips mm-hmm. with what had happened mm-hmm. but um eventually as i sort of just started to redefine like what i what i needed to see in people and what i didn't need to see in people i just sort of like coming to accepting that i might never get answers for yeah. why things went the way they they went yeah i i even like you know cuz we all got like burner accounts and everything mm-hmm. i even like reached out one day and said like look i'm very comfortable like knowing that things have gone south and that i might never be able to recoup what we used to be mm-hmm. but this is your opportunity to open up to me mm-hmm. and yeah she blocked me again so <laughs> yeah no you just have to let it go bro yeah you know um that it's well let's take it to to your very first lesson mm-hmm. you know don't get caught up in the past and let things go this is one of those things that you really now just need to let go Yeah, no, surely, surely yeah. it is. Um I guess I'm sort of reneging on that lesson by yeah. by bringing it up to the podcast, but um that is a lesson that I'm slowly and surely just like coming to term, to mm-hmm. grips with. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 sort of difficult, especially when ever somebody promises you the world, yeah. somebody assures you that they're listening to you and that they know you. Yeah. yeah. But then them to miscategorize you and misunderstand you and just sort of paint you with this devilish paintbrush yeah. it's sort of difficult to understand like how somebody you trusted so much with your deepest secrets can then turn around and then sort of cast you the enemy and so that's some and the words are very powerful in that um mm-hmm. if 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 you had the option of being slapped on the face you'd feel the pain right there and then but then it would go away because it's mm-hmm. physical pain but mm-hmm. because this is emotional pain that's been induced by you know somebody's words mm-hmm. they're going to hover around in your in your in your mind for for some time before you you you, you get to grips with the fact that okay this is done and this is not coming back um and i guess and you know, and i guess just going back to your um, and just going back to your lessons your second one was, was that communication is really important yeah the, yeah the communication in the situation you described didn't sound like it was it was two way it was one way at one point in her direction and one way in your direction you know at another point so that does make a lot of sense and i think the most important out of all of these is the last one you mentioned which was love yourself if you were to rate how much you love yourself now 
where would you stand if it's if it's on a scale of one to five? One being, ooh, I hate myself, and five, I absolutely love myself. Where are you today? I'm on a six. <laughs> I'm on a six. Ah, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is very good to hear because that will allow you to enforce point number one the most. Mm. About not getting caught up in the past. Sure, sure, it sure does. Um yeah. Um, yeah, I th- I think also because we're two different people from two different backgrounds yeah. and in two different stages in their lives, communication yeah. was really important because her saying like at times people sort of fall out because they speak at a person, not to them. So yeah. so 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 she might have been saying things to me she might be saying things at me that she feels like are super clear and just clear out all the issues. But me having like what I understand in the relationship and with space and all and with an intimacy, I don't understand that. And so in mm-hmm. that, in that instance, if she, 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 she pursued the way that I maybe uh, went forward and just pushed the issue to, to, to communicate what I thought was clear maybe just mm. drove the conflict further home that's 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 yeah. what my lesson on communication is i guess is that whilst you can say like a lot of things you can you can speak mm. a lot of words to somebody if you're not speaking to their heart and saying things that they understand they will never like be able to empathize with you and what you're trying to put forth yeah. so that's my lesson with communication well, yeah, well, thank you, Nda. I mean, I really appreciate you taking time to, uh, to to share this rather interesting story, you know, that comes from your childhood and, uh, you know, goes into your adult life. For those who've uh, listened to it, just a summary of the three top lessons. One, don't get caught up in the past. Learn to let it go. Second lesson, communication is very important. And last of all, love yourself. And it's a good thing that uh, Nda in the story has rated himself a six out of five. You've been listening to another Feeling Station podcast. I'm your host, Tinto, and I look forward to catching you in next week's episode. Peace. Peace. Uru doi motor no toku jitiru amai Jitiru amai, love is a fire Uru doi motor no toku jitiru amai